Are you looking to become a better version of the person that you already are? Do you have dreams that you have yet to fulfill? Do you just know that you were meant for more? If this sounds like you, stick around because today I'm discussing five things you can do right now to uplevel your life as quickly as possible. Hi, welcome to Lessons on Happiness. I'm your host, Val Malnar, and I'm here to talk to you about finding happiness through healing, personal growth, and mindset practice. My hope is that by sharing my story and the methods I've used to become a happier person, I can help you on your journey to do the same. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, all you wonderful humans. I can't believe it, but 2022 is coming to a close. So I don't know about you, but I'm getting all ramped up to set my goals for 2023. For the last several months, I've been working on my next best version, and I want to share with you what I've been doing in hopes that it will help you work towards any goals that you have for yourself. So today I'm sharing five tips. Here it goes. It seems pretty obvious, I know, but the first thing you want to do to start taking action toward becoming your best self is to decide what it is that you actually want or who it is that you want to be. So is there a certain job that you want? Is there a certain income that you want to obtain? Is there a way that you want to look? Is there a place you want to travel to? Is there a relationship you want to have? Determine exactly what it is you want for yourself and then keep that vision close to you. You can do that by writing it down or visualizing it every day or simply talking about it. There's all sorts of ways, but just keep it top of mind so that you're constantly moving in action toward what it is that you want to achieve in your life. Okay, so tip number two is to rehearse being the person that you want to be or being in the desired situation that you want to be in. So once you've determined what it is that you want or who you want to be, you need to rehearse being in that situation or being that person now. So how do you do that? You research. You research everything there is to know about what it is that you want, and then you create an image of that in your mind. Then you practice visualizing what you want on a regular basis. So let me give you an example just to make this a little bit more clear. Some of you already know that I have a virtual interior design business called Orange Tree Interiors. And I started that business in 2017. Well, about five years before 2017, I had the idea for it. And I talked to a few people about it and they were like, I don't know, I don't think people are gonna buy interior decorating services online like they want you to go to their house and they want you to come and see them and I was like yeah yeah maybe you're right and so I sort of tabled the idea well fast forward to 2017 I was working for a kitchen and bath place and I was working as a preliminary kitchen designer and I ended up getting fired within a very short amount of time It wasn't the right fit for me, so I don't want to dwell on that. But anyways, so I had the choice there and then to either look for another job or do something on my own. And I had this idea lingering in the back of my head because I felt really passionate about it at the time. So I started 
thinking about how would it look if I did have a virtual interior decorating business? And I started researching other companies that had virtual services. And, and I discovered that there were a bunch of companies in the United States that were doing this already. So then I thought, okay, well, if they can do it, I can do it too. And so I started working out a process in my head. How would this all work? I started researching the tools I would need in order to create this business. And I just got very into creating a picture of what this business would be like. And the more I pictured it and the more I imagined it, the more I was able to turn it into something. And it eventually did turn into something that has been running now for five years. So that's what I mean by researching everything there is to know. Just look at the situation or the circumstance from a 360 degree angle and figure out where you can fill in the pieces until it gets done. Let me share another example. So back in 2010, my husband, he, we weren't married at the time, but my husband and I were looking for a house and we knew in our minds what it was that we wanted. We wanted four bedrooms. We wanted lots of parking. Um, we wanted to be close to a school. We wanted to be in a small town. We wanted a good layout for entertaining. We wanted a decent sized yard. We had this wish list and the wish list was very important to us. The, everything that we wrote down on it were things that we felt very strongly about. And so we didn't necessarily write down a list and keep it with us, although we had a mental list, both of us did, and we felt so passionately about it, we didn't need to write it down because we had it in our memory. But anyway, we ended up going to this open house one day and we were at my parents' house visiting and they live in a small town called New Hamburg. And the place that we were going was another small town called St. Clements. And in order to get to St. Clements from New Hamburg, we had to go through this little town called Wellesley. And so we were passing through Wellesley and we saw this sign for an open house. And we were like, oh, we haven't even thought about Wellesley, but hey, we're already going to an open house. So why not stop in? We were already in the mood. So we decided, yeah, we'll, we'll go check it out. And so we... Uh, we followed the signs until we got to the house. And as soon as we got there, we saw this very big stately home. And we were like, right away, we were like, oh my gosh, we don't need anything like that. That's like way too big for what we want. But we decided to go in anyways, because like I said, we were in the mood. So we went inside. The real estate agent was very friendly. Um, and she told us, you know, to take our time and go through and see everything. So we were, we were sort of in awe. Every, every room we walked into, we were like, oh my gosh, this is so big, so beautiful, blah, de blah. And, um, you know, we were sort of quietly speaking to each other, um, hoping that she couldn't hear how it was a really beautiful home and we loved the layout and, you know, it's great and everything, but we don't need anything nearly this big. Because at that time, like I said, we weren't even married, so we didn't have kids or anything. And it was a little bit out of our price range. So we came, we came downstairs and she was like, what did you think? And we said, well, you know, it's, um, it's a beautiful home, but it's just way more than what we need. Um, so, you know, thank you, but no thank you sort of thing. And she said, oh, uh, so you're looking for something a little bit smaller? And we were like, yeah, this is just like, it's a beautiful home, but it's a lot. Like, we just don't need that, something this big. 
So she said, okay, you know, there's a home just down the street that's also for sale. Um, they're, they're doing an open house right now too. You, you might want to go take a look at it. It's um, $40,000 less and just go, just go see what $40,000 will buy you. She was very smart. So we went to the other open house and sure enough, it was quite a bit smaller. It was about a thousand square feet smaller, which was, which was still a decent size home, but the finishes weren't as nice. It had sort of a funny smell. The, the flooring was laminate rather than hardwood. It only had parking for two spaces, whereas this other home had a three-car garage plus parking for four, possibly six, if you really squeezed the cars in. And the yard was smaller, plus it was um, not very private. So we were like, oh, okay, she's very smart. Because $40,000 over a long amortization period wouldn't really make a whole lot of difference on your mortgage payment. But anyways, we, we stood by what we said and we said, no, you know, thank you. But it's, it's just a little bit bigger than what we wanted. Well, didn't that house, because we had our list, we had our mental list, this, the, the house that we, that I originally told you about was a, a stone's throw away from a school in a little suburban area of Wellesley with lots of family properties all around. It had four bedrooms. It had a decent sized backyard. It had lots of parking. It had all the things. Well, we went to see, I think 18 more houses and we even considered building a house, but we couldn't find anything. Oh, it had a great layout. It had the great room in the back of the house that was off of the kitchen. So the, the kitchen and the great room were open to each other, which was perfect for entertaining. We could not find another house that met the qualifications that were on our list. And so we ended up buying this house. So my point is that even though we didn't think we wanted this house, it was the house we wanted because it met every single criteria on our list. So if you keep what you want vivid in your mind, it will be easier to find it because you'll be paying attention. So that's just another little example. All right, so tip number three is to feel what it's like to be where you want to be. So how do you feel something you haven't experienced before? You imagine how it would feel. You can do this by comparing what you want with something similar that you've achieved or received. And if you don't have something similar, compare what you want to a similar feeling you once had. So for example, if you wanted to land a new job, you would want to feel very confident in the interview. So think about a time when you felt very confident within yourself, even if it has nothing to do with a job. Practice feeling that feeling over and over again in order to keep yourself in the right vibration so that you can attract what it is you want in your life. And then avoid paying attention to anything else that distracts you from what it is you desire. Stay in that feeling as much as possible so that you can embody what it feels like to live at your next level. Tip number four is to feel the fear and do it anyway. And the reason for that is because in order to become your next level self, you have to be your next level self. Let me say that again. In order to be your next level self, you have to be your next level self. Like now, you don't become your next level self by being who you are right now. 
You actually have to make changes to the way you're thinking, feeling, behaving, etc., in order to become this new version. So that's a very simple idea, but I know sometimes for me anyway, self-doubt and imposter syndrome can sneak in and sometimes make us feel afraid to take the next steps to move toward what it is that we want. And it's important to just take action anyway, in spite of the fear. I don't know if you know this, but according to the Harvard Business Review, men typically apply for jobs that they are only 60% qualified for. And women typically only apply for jobs that they are 100% qualified for. So it makes sense then why more men have seen more financial success than women, generally speaking. However, we have to credit them. We have to credit those men because they have the guts to try something that they haven't mastered. And we need to do that too. When I, when I say we, I'm talking to the women out, out there listening to this. So five years ago, I would have been part of that statistic. I would have been with the women who only apply for jobs that they're 100% qualified for. Because I would feel like I was being dishonest or um, worried that what if, what if I couldn't figure out how to do the other tasks on the list and then they'd be upset with me and fire me. But now that I've run a business for five years and I've learned so freaking much running a business, now I'm like, no, if I'm interested, I can learn anything. I can learn anything from a YouTube video and searching the internet. So my point is to just do the thing. Even if you're scared, do it. Because, you know, maybe you won't do it well. Maybe you'll make a mistake, but you're going to learn from that mistake. And then the next time you're going to be better. So feel the fear and do it anyway. The other thing you can do is you can get yourself in the environment that you want to be in or surround yourself with people that have the life you want or can help you get to the next level. And you can start easy. Let's say, for example, you want to be wealthy, but you don't know how to feel wealthy because you've never been wealthy. So imagine how it would feel like maybe you're going for coffee in fancy restaurants, or maybe you leave huge tips wherever you go. Maybe you drive a really nice car. Maybe you travel all the time in luxurious resorts. Maybe you wear designer clothes. So what do you do? So these are just examples, obviously, but so if you're going to start small, you can have a coffee in a fancy restaurant without that costing you lots of money and let that sink in, like feel wealthy doing it. You know, maybe it's going to cost more than going to Tim Hortons, obviously, but it's not going to break the bank, right? So go in there, have your cup of coffee, enjoy the experience, feel the wealth, go and give a big tip. And maybe it's not for a restaurant meal because that'll be, you know, a little bit higher dollar value if you're not quite there yet. But you can, you can leave a big tip at a drive-thru or at a gas station and feel really good about it and be like, yeah, just feel that. Like, I'm so wealthy. I left a big tip, you know, and just enjoy it. And again, I mentioned you might be dreaming about a really nice car. Well, maybe you're not in the position quite yet to buy the nice car, but you're definitely in the position to go and test drive that car. So go to the dealership. And don't, don't feel guilty about wasting their time because, okay, maybe in that moment you are wasting their time, but you're, bu you're building a relationship with them. So 
when you're when it comes time to go get that car, if they treated you really nice, then you're going to go back to them. Or maybe you're going to tell friends and family about them. So don't let that hold you back. For travel, so you want to stay in luxury resorts. Okay, maybe traveling is not feasible at the moment, but you can fantasize, you can go on the internet and you can search and look for the places that you want to stay and just keep those things top of mind. So when the time comes, you are already on the radar. You're looking, you're, you're already saying to yourself, no, I'm going to maybe save a little longer so I can go to this place where I'm going to really feel how I want to feel instead of booking maybe the cheapest place you can find. And with the designer clothes, again, maybe it's not feasible right now to buy designer clothes, but you can certainly go try them on. You know, even take a picture of yourself in the change room and keep a picture with you on your phone and just be like, yeah, baby, I feel awesome in this. And just keep yourself in the vibe of already having what it is you desire. Do whatever it is you need to do to make you feel the way you want to feel. And then the last tip is to celebrate your wins along the way. They don't have to be big. Just celebrate them. Like celebrate the fact that you said you were going to go test drive a Jeep and you went and test drove a Jeep. That's a win. You said you were going to do it and you did it. Give yourself credit for taking the action. Or maybe you're working toward losing 10 pounds, but you only lost two. You still lost two. Celebrate it. You're still moving in the right direction. We celebrate these things for two reasons. One, because it keeps you in a high vibration so that you can attract other high vibe things, people, and experiences because like attracts like. And two, because it helps keep you motivated. Each time you experience a success, no matter how small it is, it nudges you closer to the end goal. If you celebrate it, you acknowledge it. And what you pay attention to grows. So make sure you're paying attention to your successes and not your setbacks. So those are my five tips for helping you up-level your life as quickly as possible. I hope you found the tips helpful, but if you really want to amp up your game, I invite you to attend a free online event happening this week with eight-figure life business and manifestation coach Kathleen Cameron. We'll be looking back at 2022 and identifying where we made mistakes and examining why. We'll be self-reflecting so that we can move from just experiencing to understanding. During the event, we will learn what we want to release, where we've learned lessons, and how to be the designer of our best life moving forward. We would absolutely love to see you on the live Zoom, but if the times don't work out for you, no worries at all. You can watch the replays as long as you register for the event. I'll leave the details in the show notes. And you know what? If an online event isn't your cup of tea, no worries. I'm going to link my Start Happy, Stay Happy journal in the show notes below, and it will help you with goal setting as well as practices to help you move towards your goals. I'm wishing you so much success for 2023. As always, thank you so much for listening. Let's make this next year our best year yet. Thanks so much for listening to the Lessons on Happiness podcast. If you'd like to know more about the information I'm sharing or how I've become a happier person, check out the show notes, reach out to me on social, or email me at val at valmalnar.com. My goal is to help as many people as possible live happier lives. 
So if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on social and tag at Valmalma so that we can reach far and wide. I'd also love your feedback. So please leave a review so that I can be sure to create more content that is helpful and resonates with you. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, wishing you happy vibes and big strides.